The Beyond the Game program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. You can help us bring the message of the gospel to thousands of listeners each week with your prayerful support and financial gifts. Visit our website, btgprogram.com. I got to tell you, Zach, I am excited to welcome in this next guest. He works in a ministry very similar to the one I'm involved in, sports ministry. But what makes it unique is not only do they have faith-based sports leagues, but they also have a complex or at least plans for a complex that have the athletic fields necessary to support those leagues. And there's only a handful of those around the country. So I am thrilled to welcome in Mark Jelazinski via the BTG studio line. He's the co-founder. He's the vice president of 12th Rock Ministries in Middletown, New York. Welcome to the program, Mark. So glad you could join us. Well, thanks for having me. I I really appreciate it. Middletown's in Orange County, north of New York City. It neighbors Ulster County, which is where I grew up, and I still have many dear friends. So your ministry there, uh, your investment in that area, it's, it's special to me. Would you take a moment and share with us what 12th Rock Ministries is all about? Absolutely. My brother and I, we, when we founded it uh, about five years ago, we saw that, that you know there's super competitive sports in this area, um, and they can do a lot of harm, leading to excessive pressure and increased risk of injury and attitude of exclusivity, those kind of things, um, which just develops poor attitudes in the kids and stuff, which just spills over into their home life. So. There's all kinds of fractured relationships in our area, There's a lot of broken homes, and we found that sports is uh, one of the places that there's kind of common ground. So we use that platform then to um, share the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ, and it, it, it's just been a powerful thing. So 12th Rock has been around running sports leagues for about 17 years in this area. Actually, this is the start of our 17th basketball season. Wow. Uh, it's it's been a powerful tool, and we've seen it impact our community. And then in the summertime and stuff, we run camps and clinics and missions work. So in a nutshell, it's camps, leagues, and missions. Working with yep. sports ministries, as I do here in Rochester, I, I know it takes a great team of volunteers. It takes people to be able to make it happen. How many volunteers are helping you out, and do you look for something specific in identifying leaders who can maximize the potential reach of 12th Rock? Yeah, we do, definitely. Um, I'll start just with the numbers. The numbers are actually humbling to how many people that God lines up for us. We're just finishing up getting the basketball season set up, which is one of our most needed areas for volunteers. And I got 68 coaches that are helping out this season, um, 10 to 12 referees, about 8 to 12 people helping in the cafe, some scorekeepers and various other roles. And it's about 100 volunteers every Saturday that come out for um, an eight-week season. And um, they're, they're practicing once a week. So we're surrounded by great volunteers that we couldn't do it without them. That's just basketball. And then coinciding with that we run an archery program and there's about a team of four or five guys that help run that you know they just give it their time so what we look for is just people that a love the lord and then b just want to influence this next generation and tell their story and then we help train them up that's part of the ministry too is that we're kind of discipling these and training these guys and and gals because we've had a lot of coaches that have been coaching with us for probably a lot of them eight ten years um so it's been neat to see the growth in them as well Reading right from your website, your vision statement is to use sports to engage and empower this generation to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's always interesting to me 
how various sports ministry balance that need for good quality sports, engaging sports with the importance of making the most of every opportunity to share Christ. How does 12th Rock accomplish that? It's kind of, that's a loaded question, but um, <laughs> 12th, 12th Rock accomplishes it basically uh, on a local level. We do it with leagues by um, building relationship. Um, what we found is doing ministry here in this area is it takes anywhere from three to five years to be able to uh, have a conversation about anything much more than sports and weather. So what we offer is then we offer high-quality programming. We run it with excellence. Um, it's very organized. You know, we start on time, we end on time, and that keeps people coming back so that we can have the opportunity then to build a relationship. We try to, um, you know, get the best coaches that we can in uh, to help run those programs. And um, if between the excellent and the organization and then those relationship building processes, we have the opportunity then to share the good news about who Jesus is and, and also the opportunity then to help those families out in various different needs. I mean, I could go on and on about that. That's what we have found also here in G&T Athletics in Rochester, that opportunity to, if you do sports well, people will come to you and they'll give you the chance to share Christ. But, you know, that building relationships, I enjoyed hearing you talk about that. That's that's the key because it does take time to go from playing flag football or playing basketball to getting an opportunity to talking about Christ. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, it's um, where are people on <clears throat> on the weekends? It's declining the number of people going to church. So, But if you go to the soccer field or the flag football field or the Pop Warner field, they're, they're loaded. So you have to kind of go to where the people are. That's, you know, what Jesus did, and that's what we're trying to do. I marvel at it all the time. I, I drive by fields on, a, on the way to church, and it's like there's four or 500 people around a soccer field. So that's why I really was drawn to what you guys are doing up there at G&T, because it's very similar to what we're doing here. You mentioned earlier your involvement in, in missions, and it's clear to me that missions is a very important part of what 12th Rock does. In what ways is 12th Rock involved in missions? Uh, kind of throughout the year, uh, we do a bunch of different outreaches with the local churches. Some of the churches that support us, we do do uh, a Thanksgiving outreach with them and uh, a Christmas outreach. We just finished the Thanksgiving one, which is kind of a unique situation. Uh, God's lined that up using the local school systems um, and the social workers. Uh, God gave us a great uh, connection there, relationship there, that they actually collected food and then sent people to the church to pick it up. So there's about 140 families that we were able to give a, a full Thanksgiving meal to, turkey and all. The Christmas one's coming up where we'll be giving kids, you know, the same group of kids from those schools again. We'll be able to touch them again with uh, some Christmas gifts. Uh, during the summertime, we host missions teams that come down and help us run the sports camps and clinics. So we've had teams come from Asbury College. We had a women's soccer team come and help run a sports camp for us right here in Middletown and Newburgh. We had a team come from Alabama the summer prior to that. And then the following summer, um, we took that same team to Mexico and uh, taught basketball down there. So it's just uh, it, whenever we have a chance to meet a need like that, we'll, we'll do it. We're talking with Mark Jalosinski of 12th Rock Ministries. You can visit their website, 12throck.org. You can find them on Facebook. On Twitter, it's at 12th Rock Sports. Now, your team, Mark, uses basketball, volleyball, camps, as you've mentioned, all tools to reach young people with the gospel. But something which seems a bit unusual, and you mentioned it, is archery. Has that been very popular? 
It has. It's uh, not in the same numbers as basketball because it's kind of a niche, you know, group of people, um, a smaller demographic, but um, it reaches a unique demographic of kid and uh, and the family. So we run. It's grown from. Uh, this is we finished just to finish our fourth year running it, and uh, it's grown from just running it in the spring to running it each season of the year. So we're actually um, kicking off the winter archery league down in a gym uh, about 20 minutes south of Middletown and uh, doing that in January right alongside the basketball. So um, it's it's been great. It's one of my passions. I, I love to shoot, so it's, it's kind of fun to be able to use something that you love to do to reach people with the gospel. So, you know, on average we get about uh, 15, 20 kids that come out it's just kind of a laid-back, uh, great time, just building a relationship again and having the opportunity to speak the truth of God's Word to them. When I was down in the Dominican Republic here recently, I go down annually as part of a baseball outreach with Score International, but they had this team of archery guys who, I, uh, I didn't understand the connection, but they had this team of archery guys, and it was fascinating, because in my mind, I'm thinking kids bow and arrows. I'm not sure this is a good mix. So I got to ask you, how do you do that? Can you walk us through what your archery ministry is like? Yeah, basically the the thing I love about it and what it's kind of like this is you got a kid that's never shot a bow before, right? And they're very nervous about it. Again, just like any other thing we do, we try to you know do it with excellence. All of us are trained at USA Archery. We're all level one instructors, and then we got another guy that's a level two instructor um, that's kind of trained us. So we train them on how to use the bow. We go over you know all the parts of the bow and how to hold it, the shot process of drawing it back and the follow through and all that stuff, so that they're not afraid. Because if, one of the first things they always say is, "I don't like to shoot because it hits my arm." So we teach them how to hold it so that it doesn't happen. And one of the greatest things I love about it is you got a kid that you may, may not succeed at a lot of different things, but by the end of the first session, they're on the target and they're starting to really zero it in. So there's a high rate of success very quickly, and uh, that keeps them coming back. And it's just, like I said before, it's you know maybe that kid that might not be good or coordinated to run, you know, play a ball sport or a team sport. But you have a lot of kids that um, kind of outside of the outside of the bubble, so to speak. You know, they're uh, on the fringes, so they come in, and um, when they pop a balloon, we put balloons on the target. When they pop a balloon, it's like they just, you know, it's the greatest thing in the world. Their face lights up. I and, bet. Um, so it's just, uh, it's super safe. So, you know, we go through all the safety rules. We paint out the field so that there's a, there's a shooting line, and then there's a line to go back behind when they're done shooting. They hang their bows up on a rack. Uh, it's it's very orderly, but yet at the same time they're having a blast. <clears throat> it's it's a lot of fun just to watch them. We got a great connection with a local um, archery shop. They have a 3D course, so that we go and shoot all the 3D animals in the woods and you know walk the course. It's about 15 targets. That's always a blast too. The kids love to do that. That sounds cool. Let's talk for a minute it about is. that huge undertaking you guys are, are doing. God has given 12th Rock a vision for what you're calling the Northeastern Field. Would you talk yeah. about that vision, what it is, how it's going to impact the community, and how did you and Greg first get that vision? Yeah, uh, well, we can start with the how. <laughs> it started um, back uh, in 1999, my brother and I started a landscape company, uh, fresh out of college, and um, we both went to separate rooms and wrote down goals. 
And when we came together halfway through both lists, <clears throat> we believe that was God speaking. It said after 10 years to uh, purchase a youth camp. That that was as vague as it was. And we're like, okay, what do we take it at? You know, I was 22. He was 24. We kind of just let it go to the wayside. And 10 years came and went. And uh, at about 10 years, you know, God started to just speak to us through many different ways, as he does. And, uh, you know, at while we were running the landscape company, we were facilitating the basketball league in the wintertime. So those things kept growing. Um, we saw the uh, amazing impact this could have on a community. So that started leading to camps and missions and mission trips during the summer. And one thing led to another. And about three years it took to finally say, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do here? as he was stripping away the business because we had kind of ignored the call at 10 years. So long story short, at that year 13, my brother turned to me on the way home from a job and he said, are you tired of doing this yet? And I said, what are you talking about? He said, I'm looking at camps online at night. So we headed down to, he found one down in Tennessee. I mean, we wanted out of the Northeast and that's the funny thing. (laughs) headed down to Tennessee and then North Carolina, and then we landed. We used to facilitate upward sports basketball program and stuff, so we landed back at the headquarters for upward sports, and that's really where the dream and the vision came. Uh, On the way home, we just started writing it out, and God just kept giving us stuff, and that's where 12th Rock came, burst out of there. And So we started to pursue it. I'm kind of speeding through it, but pursue it looking at different camps, and we actually put a deposit on a camp in West Virginia, thinking that was it and then uh finally god said uh, you know did that do away with that and then we uh ended up looking at a camp in new york that's where we ended up meeting word of life but all the while we kept looking for something and then about two years ago my parents lived down in north carolina and uh my dad met up with a guy that uh he was a longtime friend with and said hey this is what my boys are looking for do you have anything and about a week later he said yeah i got a piece of property for you so Long story short, after about two years of a lot of uh, different twists and turns, uh, in about 12 weeks, uh, God raised up over $100,000, and we were able to put a deposit down on this wow. uh, piece of property we're calling the Northeast Field. That's really the short version of it, but if you go to our website, um, you can read it. There's a tab right on, or icon right on the front page that says Curious, and the rest of the story's there. And one of the niches of this project is going to be the track um, indoor 200-meter track. The impact could be that we could we could touch and influence about five to 6,000, if not more, kids a weekend in that building. So, you know, it'll have the track and then uh, court space in there. So just, as, just like when I was reading over GNT's mission statement and what they want to do with that park up there, very, very similar um, to what we, we see God using this for because it's so centrally located. I mean, we're 65 miles from New York City. The property itself lands 20 minutes from five school districts. There's about 45 school districts within an hour of here. And one of our mission statements is to reach the Northeast. And God's landed us probably in one of the be- best places that I could ever imagine. And here we were trying to get out of here. Once again, we're talking with Mark Jelosinski of 12th Rock Ministries, 12throck.org or at 12th Rock Sports. Mark, both you and your brother Greg, your families are prominently displayed on your website. They appear to be actively involved in the work of 12th Rock. How special is that to you? You work alongside your brother and you have your families there with you. It's 
definitely special. It's uh, people say it all the time. It's like I can't believe you. You know, I've worked with my brother between business and and this for um, twenty plus years, and uh, God's grace and <laughs> as. Uh, has got us this far, but what's cool about it is that we, you know, one hand knows what the other hand is doing without having to really talk too much because, you know, you just know what the other guy's thinking. And um, so that's that's special. And then to be able to see your family serve right alongside of you and, and, and walk this walk of faith to see God working every single day, literally, you know, from his provision to um, his care uh, every day um, is just testimony to you know, there's no better testimony for my kids and, and his kids to see God at work that way. So um, they've walked very closely with us through this whole thing. And both of our wives, when we told them that we were going to sell the business and get get out of business, they were both 100% behind it. And uh, they said, this is God, what God is telling you to do, go for it. And uh, so we've had their support all the way. And, you know, we wouldn't have done it without it. So it, it's very special. You mentioned you met some folks from Word of Life, and I know there's at least a partnership there with Word of Life Ministries in Scroon Lake, New York. How are they involved with what you do on a regular basis? Well, for three weeks out of the summer, we run all their facilitate all their sports camps up there in Scroon Lake. So we do baseball, basketball, volleyball, and soccer, and we actually run an archery, kind of a higher level archery camp um, for anybody that wants to shoot a little bit higher level than you know your normal camp instruction and then throughout the year they're they're really a um a huge um tool for us and they just help us big time uh to connect to our community so like the connections that we have in the schools that we just did the outreaches for they've helped us make because they have a ministry team they have like an anti-bullying assembly and then we host the gospel event the following day so every spring for the last three years, about 2,500 students were in front of just that partnership there alone. Um, and that, that tool, as I call it, is, is a huge uh, blessing. Actually, this weekend, I'm going up and helping them with uh, an event they call Reverb um, oh, sure. up in Albany. So, um, we're One of those all-nighter so, deals, right? <laughs> all-nighter. So I'm getting my rest in this week yeah. trying to uh, rest up for that because I'm not as young as I used to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's kind of our involvement. So about, I would say, anywhere from uh, six to eight weeks worth of stuff we do with them every year. Mark, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but would you mind sharing with our listeners how you first came to Christ? Absolutely. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents were uh, believers, both believers, and uh, so I was raised in it. I kind of have a unique story in that my dad was um, working like two or three jobs trying to, you know, accomplish the American dream, so to speak. And uh, at the age of 40, uh, God called him to be a pastor. So when I was nine years old, we moved from Minnesota to Texas. And then uh, he went to seminary there in Texas, and then we landed here in New York, and he pastored a church for 24 years here. So when we landed in New York, I was about 12 and uh, it was quite the culture shock coming from Texas or Minnesota, Texas, and then New York. I played sports. I played two sports. I played basketball and baseball. Uh, so that was kind of my only uh, outlet. But but all the while, I was just going to church and kind of going through the motions, so to speak. And um, I made a conscious decision at the age of 18. And that's why I'm so passionate about what we do is because I believe at some point you have to make a decision on your own. So I made a decision to go to um, state school 
uh, and I actually pursued a degree in plant science. And that's really where my faith became my own. And um, as they say, I was saved at the age of 14 is when I made the decision to follow Christ. But it was really when I hit college is when um, really where my faith became my own. My faith continues to increase year after year. And, um, you know, one of the pivotal points of starting uh, or taking another step deeper with Christ was uh, when my best friend passed away at 35. And that's kind of when we birthed 12th Rock. So that, that that gave me the passion to share my faith with more um, people and stop being, you know, this introvert. And um, so that that's kind of my journey in a nutshell. Any prayer requests? How can we pray for you? Yeah, endurance, wisdom, and discretion. Those have been my consistent prayers for about the last five years. Um, just as we walk out, this calling God has put on our lives, because there's definitely days when um, it's overwhelming, but uh, I'm just continuing to be humbled by that God continues to use us this way. So, you know, secondly is just the financial provision um, on a monthly basis. I believe God's called us to do this, uh, you know, this northeastern field, and uh, we're just waiting upon him patiently to provide for it. So. You want to take a minute and tell the folks how they can get a hold of you to find out more about your ministry, how they can get involved. You mentioned needing financial support, prayerful support, these things, how they can get involved in supporting the work of 12th Rock Ministries. Yeah, absolutely. You can just go to our website. It's 12throck.org. It's the number one, the number two, T-H-R-O-C-K.org. And uh, right on the homepage, there's some graphics that say the O2 team. It'll be on your left. And then there's a graphic there to the right that says Curious. And the O2 team is our monthly support team that uh, you can go right there online and make a safe, secure donation, or you can mail it in. The address is on the webpage there as well. And our goal is that we need a thousand twelve dollar a month supporters by year end, and then you know we have until July eighteenth of two thousand eighteen uh, to raise up about one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. So those are the direct needs. If you feel led to do that, we would greatly appreciate you getting alongside of us. So, well, Mark, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Twelfth Rock is doing some great work for the cause of Christ, and thank you for sharing that with us. No problem, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. There you have it. That's Mark Jelazinski from 12th Rock Ministries. And I'll tell you, that's a ministry that I can support. Obviously, it's heart similar to my own, ministry similar to what I'm involved in. So obviously, it's very special to me, plus the fact that it's where I grew up, essentially. So I'm excited about the work they're doing. But maybe Middletown doesn't mean much to you. Maybe that lower Hudson Valley, Catskill area of New York State means nothing to you. But if reaching people through Christ, and you believe that can be done through sports ministry, if that means something to you, check out their website. Consider getting on board with them and helping them accomplish their goals. They're looking for $12 a month. Come on back after the break. I'm Rick Benson. This is the Beyond the Game program. 